What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Serious for God Leaders Podcast. I'm Tim Alford, National Director of Serious for God and Volunteer Youth Leader at the Source Church, Malvern. I'm Dustin Rubio, Youth Pastor of Swansea City Church and Regional Leader of Wales and Southwest Midlands. And this is a conversation designed to help youth leaders connect, think, and grow. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the S4G podcast. Super excited this month to have the one, the only, Laura Hancock with us. Hey, Laura. Hi, Tim. Laura is uh, Head of Church Resources for Youth for Christ. Uh, she is also on Serious for God's national team and is a volunteer youth worker in our Elam Church in Hales Owen as well. These are all factual statements. They are, they are. And, and Laura is here to talk to us about... Uh, for those of, of you who are new to youth ministry, what are, what are the kind of the first steps? What are the first things that you uh, need to be thinking about, that you need to be doing uh, to start that journey off right? So, Laura, talk to us about when you started youth work. How many years ago was that now? Let's just try and get a picture of, oh, of how terrifying. old you are without actually asking how old you are because yeah. that's kind of rude. Oh, that's good, isn't it? So, yeah, when, um, when, when did you start? How long ago? And, and what were the things oh, that you kind gosh. of felt and and feared and and how, well, how how did you feel and how was that experience of getting involved why yeah. did you get involved yeah so many questions for you my biggest fear in this is i'm having to do maths to work out how long ago it was uh so i was 16 when i first got involved with youth work um so a couple of years you've been involved yeah i wish no i'm 30 <laughs> next month so whatever the maths on that is 14 no is it 14 yeah like 14 years right laura, 16 plus 14 laura is, I, is that 30? I, I did I did not get involved in youth work because of my math skills. No, right. Well, yeah. let's go with 14. Okay. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I am. Um, I was one of those young people that was part of the youth group and then slowly began to assert my dominance until someone decided okay. I should probably be <laughs> yeah, a leader yeah. and make a visual. Um, yeah. And I really enjoyed it. I started off uh, by getting involved with monthly youth events, um, started kind of doing all kinds of things with that, working with other youth leaders in the area. Um, and then when I went to uni, uh, oh no, I took a gap year. I don't even know my own life story. Um, yeah. I took a gap year and I uh, was a schools worker for a year in a dance team. Um, and then I... It's a shame this is an audio podcast. Oh, no, I'm, I'm delighted, visual, actually. Yeah. We could no. have, we could know, have done something magical. Moves, yeah. Oh, you're, yeah. yeah, you're missing out big time. Yeah. Um, and then I, yeah, I just helped out. I uh, went to St. Aldate's Church in Oxford and helped out as a volunteer there uh, all the way through uni and gave up my Saturday nights at university and... Uh, did youth so yeah it was it was great I really enjoyed it I think um, it's a funny one because I think whenever you go into youth work there's always an issue with your age I think if you're young you're worried that no one will pay any attention to you because you're their peer and uh, have I got the right to tell them off I'm pretty much their age they're gonna say who are you to tell me uh, if you're older you worry that you don't know anything about young people and nothing about culture so what on earth have you got to offer if you're somewhere in between, I think you worry that you're going to get found out at some point that someone will realise you're making it up as you go along. So I think whatever age you go into youth work, there will always be a tension uh, to manage. But I don't think any of those reasons are reasons to be fearful or not get into it. I so it sounds like it's kind of, kind of it was like a natural evolution. Yeah. Was there like a moment where you were like, oh, I'm a youth worker. I'm a youth leader now all of a sudden or was it was there like a sudden realization oh this is what I'm doing because it sounds like it just kind of evolved naturally yeah, you yeah. were in that you know emerging leaders mm. in inverted commas yeah, bracket I think and then suddenly you're you're head of church resource at YFC and yeah I think as people began to give me responsibility the weight of that responsibility kind of increased my own fear really um that I was uh potentially damaging 
the, the lives of young people in my wake. Um, I think that you were kind of given uh, like things to say at events or bits to introduce or things to be responsible for. Um, and then of course there's the moment when you have to have your first disciplinary conversation and then you <laughs> feel all very important uh, and terrified in equal measure. Um, so I think, yeah, it really, it was a kind of a, an evolution really. Um, but there's, I've definitely made as many incredible mistakes as had successful moments as well. Um, I remember when I was um, at uni, I, I did a placement and um, I went and did this youth work placement with a friend of mine who is an, a fantastic youth worker. Uh, and they invited myself and my friend over to lead a youth session at their church for the evening and sort of do the talk and stuff. And I actually nearly got him sacked um, because uh, we he, they just had their church hall done out. It was a massive um, financial project. It had literally been open the week before. And me and my friend like uh, played this game that pretty much uh, tore the room apart. And we, there was chocolate <laughs> mousse on the ceilings. There was chocolate mousse all over young people. Flowers up the wall. Uh, and this guy, um, this guy nearly got sacked because we were so irresponsible with our game. <laughs> so I think uh, hopefully I've learned a little since then because uh, I write resources for a living. But I, uh, you know, uh, hopefully not getting other youth leaders in trouble. Can you tell us the detail of that game for uh, no? Just uh, no. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't. That that is not a helpful thing to pass on, probably. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so, so what would you say in starting off in youth work, what, what are some key questions that youth workers should be asking themselves? Because I think some yeah. people, it's either one or the other. Some people might come out of um, a Bible school or they might have been part of a really good youth work. Yeah. And then they can go to another youth work and thinking, I'm ready to take it on. And yeah. they don't ask themselves certain key questions because somebody else yeah. was doing it for them. Mm. Or you might go in the other way where you're just super intimidated. Everything you were saying, yeah. you could be like, who am I? Yeah. Um, so what are some key questions that, that uh, youth workers should probably ask themselves once they get in? Yeah, so um, I think a really good question to ask yourself is what, what you're passionate about. What is it in youth good. work that you've got into this for? Um, some people are passionate about outreach. Um, working with vulnerable young people um, on the edges and... Um, reaching out to really difficult young people, engaging with them and helping the church to engage with them. Uh, some people are really passionate about discipling young people and helping them to know the Bible and walk closer to Jesus and help Christian young people tell their friends about Jesus. Um, other um, youth workers might be really passionate about mentoring and discipleship and that one-on-one. -on -one. It's probably a mix, there is mm. probably, but I think, yeah, what is it that you carry as a youth worker yeah, that you're yeah. wanting to impart? What's your strength, I guess, and what's your, what's your strong suit? Um, and then I guess when you know what you're good at, um, you can begin to build a team around you, compensating for maybe what you're not as good at. Um, and that will begin to shape what your youth ministry looks like as well. Um, I think other questions that are really important to ask is um, questions around the culture that you're beginning to serve in. So uh, if it is in a community that's um, really ethnically diverse, then that will affect your the way you do youth ministry in that context. If it's uh, rural, if it's urban, um, if you're part-time, if you're full-time, if there are young, loads of young people in your area and you've got like five secondary schools around you, if you've got one seven miles away, I think uh, knowing your culture and knowing the young people in your community and in your church is really important as well. Um, another question I think isn't asked that often, but I wish I'd asked it earlier, is what are the wins in your youth work? What's your youth work strategy? Um, so if you're holding a youth club, so it's an outreach club, or if you're holding a life group, whatever, um, program I guess you put on what are the wins for that what is the one goal that you want to achieve through that um, so for example on a Friday night we have a drop in at our, at our church um, and our win for that youth club is that uh, I'm going to be I'm, I'm, I've got to say the right thing now I'll get in trouble with my husband um, 
is that a young person would enjoy it enough to come back the next week and bring a friend. Um, now, our heart in that is to communicate the gospel in that in that youth yeah. club. Uh, but if a young person doesn't enjoy themselves, doesn't come back, then we can't do that. Mm. So everything that we do is um, focused around that. And if it doesn't push towards that goal, then we don't do it. Uh, it helps us in terms of what we budget for. It helps us in terms of the projects we do and don't say yes to. Um, it really helps us to focus our action. Um, and then what's your strategy within that? So once, if you're doing an outreach club, well, well then what? What do you want from them? Um, if it's that you'd like them to join a life group, well, how are you how are you making it easy for a young person to transition in from your outreach group to your midweek life group? Um, have you got leaders in each of those that the young people would recognise? Are they actively being invited at that outreach group or do you just expect them to turn up? Um, I think mapping out what you want from a youth work programme in a church is really important and working out the wins of every event that you put on and then what your larger win is, um, is really important. Yeah, I, I love what you're saying there, Laura, because um, it's this idea of making your decisions with the goal in mind, yes. isn't it? Because, okay, so, so let's say I, I get in my car one day and I put my seatbelt on and I turn on my headlights, turn on the ignition, put it in gear and, and off I drive. But suddenly there's a problem and it's called a junction. Yeah. Because I've set out on the road, but I haven't decided where I'm going. Yeah. And so now I'm confused by the decision that's before me. Do I turn right? Do I turn left? Do I go straight on? Now, of course, that's ridiculous because you would never, ever set out on a car journey yeah. without knowing where you were going. Mm. Yet don't we do that with our youth work? Yeah. We, we set out on the journey uh, with good motivation because we ha we're passionate about it. Yeah. We have a sense of calling of God to do it. Yeah. But we don't know where we're going. Yeah. And so when we're presented with opportunities, with challenges, with decisions to make, we don't know what we should do because we're not we're, we're not making decisions with a goal in mind. But if if we ask ourselves, Laura, like you're saying, you know, what what are the measurable wins? Mm. What's the goal yeah. of this youth work, this youth ministry? then you know a, a large percentage of those decisions Dustin aren't they they're already made for yeah. us and so when we get to that crossroads well we already know if we're turning right or turning left or yeah. going straight on because we're making our decisions with the goal in mind yeah so that's great advice yeah. mm -hmm. I think um, the one other thing <coughs> sorry that I would say um, around questions to ask um, that again I wish I'd thought of earlier in on in my career in youth work if it's a career is it that is it whatever whatever it is whatever this youth work thing is um, is finding out what the church's expectations of you and your youth work are. Um, I think if you are going into a church where there's no youth work, um, if the church is expecting in a month's time they're going to have a 60-strong youth group, um, then that's probably an expectation that needs to be addressed. Um, and I think uh, in including sort of your own time management, if you're working part-time, what you'll have very different expectations to full-time. Um, and just being really clear on what the church expects of the young people as well so if if the church wants young people to be in on a sunday morning and sit through that then being really clear that the church expects that there might be a bit of a mess alongside that and young people are disruptive and messy and that's how that works so i think being really clear about expectations on both sides um, is really important i have a friend of mine who always uh with this question uh he, al he would always say about some of the questions people should ask themselves is it's more on a practical level is how many youth do I have what venue do I are we using and uh and who's helping what workers mm. do I have and yeah. I think that's a very important question as well mm. just because some people might want to you know have this citywide big old kind of gathering thing in their head and it's like realistically you got five 
you know, early comprehensive teenagers yeah. and, and you have like, you're the only worker or you have mm-hmm. another youth worker and it's a parent and you're using the church basement. Uh, questions like that, I think when you go in. Yeah, and it's not that you shouldn't dream beyond what's mm. available to you. It's just that you've got to know where you're starting. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, yeah. And, and, and so to, 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 to dream beyond what you've got, beyond the, what the team you have, beyond the room mm. that you have, beyond the young people that you have, and to, and to see again, you know, like Laura said, where the goal is where you, where you want to go but having an accurate understanding yeah. of this is where we're starting mm. and this is what we've got to work with now it's good good stuff yeah yeah um so what would you say what are some of the essential things that youth workers starting off should know yeah um yeah i think uh, what you mentioned just now really in terms of what you have is really important um knowing your volunteer base knowing your team knowing um <clears throat> the resources and facilities that you have within a building, knowing what you need as well. Um, so if actually what you're wanting to do is with your wins is grow into a certain direction, preparing for growth as well and building full growth. Um, knowing, yeah, if, if you're going to go in and actually you're, the expectation is that you're doing youth work on your own, you won't need any volunteers, that's, that's going to be a problem. So kind of knowing if there are people in the church that are passionate about that. Um, knowing uh, who's journeying with you I think is really really important I think knowing who on the church leadership is for you um, who in the congregation is for you if it's kind of church based stuff Um, we have uh, an amazing team at our church who um, are for us but would never do youth work and so they meet and they pray while youth group's on um, and they just this kind of aging group of amazing people who will just go and sit in a room and pray for a couple of hours um, and I think knowing whether you've got that kind of support in your church knowing who those people are that you could call on to do that I think is really important as well and um, I think some really practical stuff that's really important to know sort of safeguarding policies um, procedures things like that like if something goes wrong that in the moment where you're confronted with a young person telling you something that's highly confidential and really sensitive you don't have this look of shock and panic on your face that you don't know who you're supposed to talk to and yeah that's so that's so important that stuff you've just got to have those foundations of, of youth ministry and it sounds boring but all that safeguarding yeah. stuff is so key and, and, and if you're listening and you don't have a really clear picture of that then make sure you go onto elimnet and there's all of the policies and procedures and all of the forms that you need are all there and available to download for you so so make sure you do check those out if if you if you're if you're unsure about any yeah. of those things and i think in those situations it's really important that um whilst you don't make up if you don't know it's fine to say i'll need to get back to you but when a young person is telling you a horrible secret of theirs, the last thing that they want is to be feeling like they're not putting it in safe hands. Mm. Um, so for you to be able to confidently answer, well, I am going to have to pass that on. This is who I'm going to pass it on to. They will be in touch and then be able to explain what the next steps are. It just makes them feel safe as well. So I think knowing all of that stuff is really important. Um, I think as well, having self-awareness is really, really important. Um, knowing where you need to grow. Um, so Good. for example, if you are horrendous um at budgets then knowing that you can ask for training for that or knowing who in your church could support you or help you or talk you through that um if you know that actually you're really bad at pastoral care but know that there are some great people in your church who are fantastic at it um knowing what you're good at what actually you're going to need a team member to support you in is so important as well um i think one thing that i wish i again i wish i'd have known sooner and i think i um have seen the negative impacts of is knowing that uh, and it's not a very practical one but knowing that actually um 
your young people need to be drawn to Jesus and not to you um, that you are right. only in that church for a season and a period and that might be a season of 10 years 20 years two years one year but actually um, the danger is if, if your young people form a relationship with you and not Jesus then when you move on they might as well Very um, and I, I yeah I, I think I thought when I came into youth work I really want them to like me if they like me enough that I can have any conversation with them they'll fall in love with Jesus we'll have fun mm. together um, but I think really what needed to happen is that they needed to to fall in love with Jesus think I was all right and know that I felt that if they needed anything I was there for them so yeah what about time management do you remember when you first mm. started off like I'm I think when I first started off there was a build a bit of guilt of thinking yeah I needed to you know because for me I read all these books from all these guys from way back in the glory days who would just preach and revival would break out and, and they spent all their time and burnt out for Jesus you know those yeah, type of yeah. and I would think that I had to do that I think that everything had mm. to be that so even if I was I was contracted to do 20 hours a week or or 40 hours a week I, I was still doing more yeah but but I think it's getting that balance right and everybody's different you know mm. but it, whether you're starting off and you got a family or you got a, a very important relationship you're engaged or whatever um, but even as well, just to have have time for for yourself. Mm. Uh, what do you think about that? Yeah, I think it's it takes a lot of self discipline actually in youth work. Um, often it means turning your phone off, um, which youth workers aren't always great at. Um, but I think coming sure. with youth work, it can be an on call sort of thing. Um, and I think often you learn the hard way as a youth worker that that can't happen. Or uh, like it's great to be there for your young people. It's really important, but boundaries are equally important. Um, that if you're not on your your best game that actually you're dis you're not serving your young people properly um that in looking after yourself you're looking after them um i think so many youth workers um your relationship with jesus becomes your job and your job becomes your relationship with jesus um and having that time with god and um being energized and doing whatever it takes to energize you as well um you will very rarely um owe hours i think you you often will do more than your hours as is as is the role um, and actually if you burn yourself out doing that then you're you're ripping off your young people really um, yeah. within that process I think it's really good yeah in, in terms of uh, essential things that youth workers should know do you know the thing that I'd add to that for a youth worker starting out the thing I would really want them to know is it's going to be hard yeah it's going to be hard yeah because what the, the stories that people hear tend to be the glory stories mm. aren't they uh, you know they're the success stories and you you hear them you see them and you think oh yeah I'd, I'd love a bit of that mm. and there will be those moments in, in your youth ministry there will be those glory moments where ev- everything just seems to fit together and mm. God is moving and you know lives are changing and, and uh, you feel enriched inside because of the things God's doing in and through you and your young people there are going to be times where you want to chuck in the towel. Oh yeah. There are going to be times where you just think, I I cannot do this anymore. I'm trying, yeah. and it's failing. My young people seem to be against me, and they won't mm. sit down and, and mm. listen for a minute. And you know, maybe my my leadership team or my church congregation, maybe they don't understand what what we're trying to do, and I'm struggling with that relationship. And then you know, it's always at those times, isn't it, when things in your personal life come along as well. And yeah. it's going to be like that it it is going to be hard but I'd want to say to our listeners really that everything of value has a cost Mm -hmm. and actually I'd go a step further than that and say that the greatest things in life are always the ones that cost us the most yeah and and so I'd say I'd say 
get ready for an inc- if you're new to youth ministry get ready for an incredible adventure with god mm. get ready for something that will give you a sense of 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 purpose uh and and joy as you uh, as you journey with young people and see lives mm. changed but get ready also for some really hard times yeah. and get ready to persevere and get ready to be determined because yes it will be incredible but it will be hard and i'd want i'd want you yeah. m- people who are new to youth work to know that yeah, yeah. Uh, we've we've had our, our seasons of a tough few months um in our in our youth group and we heard a uh, really cool story um analogy maybe uh, about bamboo and that bamboo will grow for years and you won't see any movement for like four years it won't seem to shift and then overnight it will grow three four five inches um, and sometimes youth work can be like that for mm. years you'll feel like there's absolutely no movement but actually there's stuff happening that you just don't see and overnight it shoots up um, and I think it's really important to celebrate those moments when it does um, I think it's okay to stop and to celebrate um, and it's really important to do that especially if you've got volunteers as well because you're probably carrying the weight amongst that's all good, of you um, so celebration is really really important that's great okay so someone's starting out in youth work yeah what are are some of the youth work training resources that you would want to to recommend that that youth workers connected with obviously you you've got a couple of hats as it were mm, you're you know yeah. head of church resources yeah. with yfc also you sit on serious for god's national team mm. what are some of the things that that people can access through YFC, through Serious for God, maybe some others as yeah. well that, that will help them on their youth ministry journey. Yeah. There's loads of stuff out there. Um, the website makes it really easy uh, to find resources. A really good, well, there's a website my husband really enjoys called Fever, um, F-E-V-E-R with blogs and all those sorts of things and that he finds really useful. Um, Urban Saints do some great stuff, um, great resources in terms of teaching material for youth groups, Scripture Union do some great stuff. Uh, obviously, um, with my YFC hat on, yfcresources.co.uk, uh, we uh, we do um, discipleship uh, material, we do outreach material, um, there's a free training wall on there, so it's got um, videos that you can, you can watch for free um, and around training on all sorts of different areas, there's blogs. Um, there's all kind of youth work conferences that you can go to as well throughout the year. Um, if you kind of search around the websites, uh, there's all sorts of things there which you'll find. Um, obviously, under Elim, there's loads of different things as well. So there's the Connect conference that happens uh, in the new year, which um, I'm sure if people got in touch with you, Tim, then uh, they could find out a bit more about that. Uh, there's regional stuff as well. So there are learning communities people can get involved with. I think some of the best resources we have are each other and relationships. That's really important. Um, there's the Oxygen uh, which oxygen events, which is the regional training days uh, for Serious for God as well. Uh, Youth Work magazine. There's loads of stuff out there. I think uh, in terms of safeguarding as well, <coughs> some of the really good um, stuff as well. You, you mentioned the SVG site. Uh, CC Pass website is good. Um, if young people are um, struggling with um, safeguarding stuff online, so pictures being sent, images and appropriate images, there's the CEOP website, which is brilliant. Um, yeah, there's so much stuff out there for youth. It's almost like a, a meze of all sorts of different things. Um, and it's really, I think, um, going back to what we were saying, um, deciding what your win is and what is your your heading towards and what you're wanting for your youth group helps you make that decision um, and helps you kind of work out what it is that you're you're needing and what it is that your youth group shape is uh, to know really which resources are the right ones for you as well. Brilliant, and of course, there's the Serious for God podcast. Yes, there which is. Which you are listening to, oh, so don't forget to uh, subscribe <laughs> if you haven't subscribed yet. And we'll we'll be continuing to have interesting discussions like this one on all areas of, of youth work as the months go by. Laura, thanks so much. Been awesome just to have you on the podcast. Pleasure, Dustin. What a guy! What a guy! <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a guy! <laughs>
What a guy. We'll see you next time. Thanks everyone for listening. Don't forget to stay connected with Serious for God on Twitter at Serious for God, Facebook forward slash Serious for God, Instagram at Serious for God Elim, YouTube forward slash Serious for God UK. Also, subscribe to the podcast to get new episodes every month on iTunes or however else you get your podcasts. And we'll look forward to connecting with you soon.